Coming up on the Children's Hour, we consider a few of our favorite things. Kids crew member Genevieve loves opera and paid a visit to the Santa Fe Opera where she spoke with the production director. We have with us friends from Animal Humane New Mexico who let us know what it takes to become a responsible and happy pet owner. And Corbett and Kodiak took an airplane ride as part of a program to get kids psyched about being pilots. It's a show packed with our favorite things. Mixed with great music, stick with us for the Children's Hour. Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated. We're a New Mexico nonprofit that's supported by listeners just like you. Learn more about us and find hundreds of podcasts at childrenshour.org. It's time for the Children's Hour. Kids Public Radio. What's a cat's favorite dessert? I don't know. know. What? It's a bowl full of mice cream. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the Children's Hour. Kids Public Radio. Patty Griffin off of a CD called I Love Tom T. Hall's Songs of Fox Hollow. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone here with a lot of great people on Zoom and in person at the Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hello, crew. Hello. Hi. And who's with us today? Hi, it's Beth. Hi, it's Genevieve. Hi, it's Isaac. Hi, it's Kodiak. Hi, it's Daniel. Hello, it's Amadeus. 
Hi, it's Luminata. Hi, it's Kate. Thank you all so much for being here today out in listener land here at the Outpost and on Zoom. We're so excited about today's show because it's about our favorite things. Genevieve went to the opera. That's one of her favorite things. Kodiak and Corbett went flying in an airplane. And we've got friends from Animal Humane New Mexico here to talk about some of everybody's favorite things, pets. And there's great music on this show, too, including this one by Brady Reimer and the little band that could, right here on the Children's Hour. My puppy dog loves the holidays. Getting in the presents, sticking her nose in the stockings. So this one's for all you puppy dogs out there. Snowflakes on noses, barking at kittens. Rubs on my tummy, chewing up mittens. Long walks on beaches with frisbees you fling. These are a few of my favorite things. Riding in fast cars, my head out the window. Rolling on green grass, paws up a kimbo Drinking from sweet muddy puddles in spring These are a few of my favorite things When the tick bites, when the flea stings When my tail won't wag I simply remember my favorite Good thing. 
And one of my favorite things is opera. I'm eight years old, and I love to sing. Tonight, I'm at my very first opera in person, Tristan and Isolde, at Santa Fe Opera House. In Santa Fe, New Mexico, 7,000 feet above sea level, I'm heading backstage to interview the production director. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm here with Miss Chelsea Dennis, who's the production director here at Santa Fe Opera House. Many of the children's our listeners may not be very familiar with opera. What's the difference between an opera and a play and a musical? That's a great question. When you have a musical, you're going to often have、um, spoken word that isn't underscored. 
um, especially you might have scenes between your musical numbers and for straight theater, of course, that would be true as well. For opera, it not only is everything underscored by music, but also it's underscored by a full orchestra. Uh, in other words, we have every section of the orchestra at an opera. Uh, we have our winds and our brass and our percussion and our strings. Um, whereas in a musical theater piece, it's a much smaller orchestra. Um, also, the way that our singers are trained, um, our classical singers in opera, sing with their natural voice. They do not have any kind of amplification at all, versus musical theater, which uh, almost always uses full amplification. What are the responsibilities of a production director? So I oversee our scenic department, our properties department, our lighting department, our audio video department, our costumes, our wigs and makeup, uh, as well as we have an orchestra services team here as well. So at a company like Santa Fe Opera, we build all of our own scenery and props and our costumes. And so we have shops here on site where we build all of those elements. And so my job is to oversee all of those people. Uh, during the September through May time period, that's about 20 people. And for the summer season, that's about 200 people. What drew you to working for the opera? My favorite part about working in opera is that I think it's the grandest scale of all of the arts coming together and collaborating. You have the largest scenic elements, you have the biggest, grandest costumes, you have incredible props, you have the biggest orchestra, you have the most incredible voices. And as a production director, I get to help all of those different people and teams collaborate and come together to put together one production. So I love opera because it's the grandest scale of all of those amazing art forms coming together. What were your favorite operas to work on and why? My favorite opera ever to work on was probably The Revolution of Steve Jobs here at the Santa Fe Opera. It was a world premiere that we did. There were so many technical elements that needed to come together to tell that story. Um, at the time, I was a stage manager, and so uh, I was responsible for all of those things happening at the right time during the show. And it was so exciting when it all lined up perfectly and all came together perfectly. So that was one of my favorite shows I've ever done. Were any of the operas especially challenging? Hmm, yes. Um, Tristan was challenging because it's such a long show. Because here at Santa Fe, we can't start the opera until the sun sets, which in July is 8.30 p.m., and here in August, it's 8 p.m. Um, but with such a long show, we, we did start the show at 8 p.m. in July in order to, <laughs> to get a little bit, start a little bit earlier. But it made it really tough to tech the show because we just we didn't have any extra time to be able to tech it. We had to fit it in the small windows of time of darkness that we had once the sun set. So this was a challenging show to be able to put together, but everybody worked really hard and, and made it happen. Santa Fe is 7,000 feet above sea level, so there's not as much oxygen to breathe as in other places. Do some of the performers need oxygen masks to sing? 
That's such a great question. It's very hard to acclimate up here. It's absolutely true. And especially if an artist comes from sea level, it's very, it takes them a little while to acclimate to our altitude. Luckily, our rehearsal process can be anywhere from four to five weeks before their opening night. And so it gives them time to acclimate. So for the most part, by the time we're at the point of dress rehearsals and opening, they're used to the altitude. Sometimes, though, they do need oxygen, and we do have oxygen standing by in multiple places backstage just in case they need a little extra help. I know you have to get back to the show, and thank you for spending some of your time with us. My pleasure. So nice to meet you. Thank you. I'm Genevieve Miller, reporting from the Santa Fe <laughs> Opera for the Children's Hour. You can find a link to the Santa Fe Opera's 2023 summer schedule and more info at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode, Favorite Things. Lots more coming up on the Children's Hour. When you're an opera star with a large repertoire How do you please the crowd? Sing Verdi very loud You may appear aloof, but you must raise the roof To keep the public wowed Sing Verdi very loud Study your libretto Start with Rigoletto Raise up your falsetto Louder now. Louder! Louder! Sing very, very loud. Take it. No, no, no. Stop! Mezzos who've made a name. Tales of wealth and fame. One and all they have vowed Sing very, very loud Do what the divas do Shatter a glass or two Okay Your voice is well endowed Sing very, very loud Study your libretto Start with Rigoletto Raise a powerful Sing very, very loud Ladies and gentlemen, Opera Chicken.
are listening to the Children's Hour Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, an educational nonprofit based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're listener supported at childrenshour.org. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science, announcing Chocolate, the Exhibition, a multimedia science exhibit that engages the senses and traces the evolution of chocolate from a small bitter seed to the delicacy it is today. The exhibit runs through March 2023. More info at nmnaturalhistory.org. Support provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and event experience in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Find your play by exploring electricplayhouse.com to learn about their games, dining, music shows, and more. Welcome back to the Children's Hour. In the background, you're hearing Blue Dot Sessions. Over the break, you heard an instrumental off of the Beat Bach Symphonies, that's Secret Agent 23 Skidoo. Opera Chicken was before that. That's Go Banana Go. Beethoven's wig gave us Sing Verdi Very Loud. And Rena Strober and Friends brought us Sing from Imagine That, the Sesame Street music of Joe Raposo and Jeff Moss. Way back when, my favorite things done by puppies was Brady Reimer and the little band that could from their Angels in the Snow holiday release. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and today we're talking about favorite things. And one of my favorite things are cute little furry snuggleable animals, including puppies and kittens. And we have Animal Humane New Mexico coming up in just a few minutes to talk just about that, the care it takes to have a pet. Here's a little something from 1959, going out to my little favorite puff, Betty. We have a cat named Betty, and this is a song about how Betty came to live with us. Do you remember that day, Betty? That was at the Golden Rule Supermarket. Remember that in Fort Bragg, California? Would you like to sing with us? (laughs) Well, if you want to listen, just sit over there in the corner. She's got two green eyes and a bushy tail That's Betty from the Golden Room We went down to the Golden Rule Market In the heart of old Fort Bragg We looked down at the curb and there all alone Was a cat whose tail gave a wag We were looking at Betty, Betty, Betty from the Golden Room She's got two green eyes and a bushy tail That's Betty from the Golden Room Why do you sit alone, Betty? Have you got an appointment here? She just looked up at us with a very sad face And I think in her eye was a tear She was crying Betty, Betty, Betty from the golden rule Betty, Betty, two green eyes and a bushy tail And it's Betty from the golden rule Well, I went right into that market And I said to the lady there Know anything about a cat outside who's giving us a plaintive stare? Do you know about Betty? Betty, Betty from the Golden Road. She's got two green eyes and a bushy tail. That's Betty from the Golden 
she said to me, oh, please take care of that cat. Some people came and dumped her here. Oh, what do you think about that? What do you think about Betty? Betty, Betty from the Golden Room. Betty, Betty, two green eyes and a bushy tail. Oh, that's Betty from the Golden Room. Well, we took her home in the car that day, and she heard a little song. She was happy to be with some people where she knew that she did belong. She was a happy, happy Betty. Betty, Betty from the Golden Room. She's got two green eyes and a bushy tail, and that's Betty from the Golden Room. So we took her in and we gave her some food, liver and tuna fish. And she looked up at us and said, thank you so much. Now I have got my wish. I am so happy now. It's Betty, Betty, Betty from the Golden Room. Betty, Betty, two green eyes and a bushy tail. And that's Betty from the Golden Room. That's Betty from the Golden Room. Oh, Betty from the Golden Room. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and we have Jeannie Fry Mason. She is an educator at Animal Humane New Mexico. Welcome to the Children's Hour. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And we also have Madison from Animal Humane New Mexico. Welcome to the Children's Hour. Thank you so much for having us. We also have someone else. Somebody better describe him. He's a a medium height black dog. Yeah, and what's his name by chance? This is Ferdinand. Um, so Ferdinand is not a fighter, but he loves to smell flowers. <laughs> Aw, Ferdinand the flower smeller. We're going to post a picture of Ferdinand at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode, Favorite Things. Illy. What does Animal Humane do? So Animal Humane, we take really good care of animals, and um, we adopt them out into forever homes. And we have lots of kids and people that help us find forever homes and love animals. There are so many ways people get animals. You know, they get them online, they see an ad, or they know somebody who had puppies or kittens. But what you do at Animal Humane is about rescuing animals. Can you talk a little bit about that part of your work, the rescue part of your work? So rescuing animals, you can, um, animals are always better in your home. But we have a great shelter at Animal Humane New Mexico. And if you're rescuing an animal, you can come and adopt, not buy an animal, but just come and adopt an animal because there's 38 million homeless pets out there and they all need homes. (laughs) 38 million homeless pets. You know, there's only like 350 million people in the United States. So like There's really like a homeless pet for one in every 10 people. And if you adopt a pet, you're also helping two pets. Because if you adopt one into your home, you're giving space for another one to come into the shelter. So you're really helping two pets. What does it take to own a pet? Pets are really similar to us. Um, If I'm thirsty, they're thirsty. If I need a bed, they need a bed. So animals are really similar to us. And um, some of us like lots of attention, some not so much. And to adopt an animal and take good care of them, we try to find the best owner we can and try to find the best match that we can. How many hours a day does it take to have a pet? 
You know, I think that's a really great question, and it really depends on the type of pet and um, the energy level of that pet. Oftentimes, cats are more independent creatures. They can be fed out of a you know regularly scheduled feeder. So you could go to work all day and come home and give them lots of cuddles in pets, and they would be perfectly happy. But there are some you know dogs or other types of animals that may need a little bit more one-on-one attention because they're very social creatures and. And thrive in groups and in company. So it really depends on the pet and the individual. We always like to look at pets as individuals because just like us, they all have their own unique personality and needs. So when you're given a dog or a cat as a gift for, say, your birthday or Christmas, and you know that you can't really take care of it because maybe you don't have enough time or enough money to take care of the pet, what should you do? Should you try your best to take care of the pet with your limited resources, or is there a place that you can definitely take the pet where it would have a good rest of its life? You know, so that's a great question. Uh, First, I would like to say uh, at Animal Humane, we do not believe in giving pets as gifts because... We feel that the individual who's going to take care of that pet and commit to that pet for the lifetime should be the one making that decision. We want you to find the perfect pet for you and them to find the perfect home for them as well. And that's really hard to make a personality match if someone else is gifting you a pet that you don't know anything about, even if it's a puppy or kitten. But there are a lot of different things that you can do. It's up to the individual. If you feel that you do have the resources, if you do have the time and you love that pet, there's many things that you can do to make it work. For example, if you have a dog that's really active or a puppy, there's doggy daycare, so you can take them to a safe place where they can socialize with other pets uh, during the day and get some of that energy expenditure out. But if you don't have the resources, uh, we always suggest, you know, looking to your network to rehome first, someone that you know and love and trust and can guarantee that they'll give that pet a great home for the lifetime. If that is not an option, then that's why rescues like Animal Humane New Mexico exist. We're there as a resource for the community. So if you do not have another option, um, which oftentimes we find if people do have to surrender their pets, they have exhausted every single option and they are out of options. And that's why they can come to us and we will care for the pet and uh, make sure that they get a great forever home. If you go to childrenshour.org, we have a lot of links posted and you will find links to an animal rescue site near you. Thank you so much, Madison and Jeannie and Ferdinand for being with us on the Children's Hour. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Chit and chat about their cat Our cat did this, our cat did that There's an empty place where I once sat Cause I won't hear another word about that cat Tabby goes out and looks back in Then comes back in to go out again It's a crazy game that you can't win Oh look at that cute little Cheshire grin Then he hides in my dirty clothes Sneak attacks upon my toes Waits until I'm sleeping so He can sit and purr beneath my nose Chit and chat about the cat Our cat did this our cat did that There's an empty place where I once sat Cause I won't hear another word about that cat Thank you.
the only place he'll take a drink Lately I've begun to think A kitty cat needs a kitty cat shrink You scratch the back of a brand new chair The couch is covered with all his hair I'm sure our guests don't really care So we leave it there for them to wear They cheat and chat about their cat Our cat did chiss, our cat did chat There's an empty chase where I once chat Cause I won't hear another word about that cat Little Toby's in the window about their cats My cat did chiss, my cat did chat Cleo got a blue jay chat about this or that But no, they chat chat about that cat I got a bracelet full of kitty cat charms One for every sweet little dickens Little angels on the arms of a sweater I knitted for Mr. Wickens Chit and chat about their cat Our cat did just Our cat did Cowboy got a dirtball That's where I once chat Cause I won't hear another word about that cat All the kitties wanna sing now Our cat did just Our cat did Here I'm going meow Chat about cats and chat This is Billy Collins, and the title of this poem is A Dog on His Master. As young as I look, I am growing older faster than he. Seven to one is the ratio they like to say. Whatever the number, I will pass him one day and take the lead the way I do on our walks in the woods. And if this ever manages to cross his mind, it would be the sweetest shadow I have ever cast on snow or grass. Here, boy. Time to go. Me and my dog going out for a stroll. My dog and my fishing pole. The sky is blue, the trout are jumping. He's by the door, his tail is thumping. When we're coming down the lane, I go swish, 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 and he goes wiggle, waggle, wiggle. Me and my dog just a walking away. Come on. Me and my dog. Just greeting the day The fields are gold The bees are humming The sun is warm The summer's coming When we step It's like a dance I go tap, tap, tap And he goes ticky-tacky-ticky Best of friends We love each other That's how it should be Take Just breathing the air 
and my dog We're a comical pair Rain or shine, he'll be muddy I don't care, he's my buddy When we hop across the stream I go tip, tip, toe And he goes squishy, splashy, splishy Hey, you got me wet Me and my dog Just me and my dog Come on Let's go Me and my dog Just me and my dog Wow, 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 wow Wag, 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 wag. Oh, come here, boy. <laughs> me and my dog, just me and my dog, just me and my dog.
Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is a proud supporter of the Children's Hour. Find out more at outpostspace.org. Support for the Children's Hour provided by United Way of Central New Mexico. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token IBIS, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org. That little one is me, and the big one's my dad. On the best day of surfing that we ever had, we're catching those waves like we had them on the string. That pretty one's my mom, and that's my sister Julianne. They're with us at the beach, building castles in the sand. Well, it's all picture perfect, I wouldn't change a thing. I got my blues, I got my red and my greens Well, I painted you this picture of this perfect scene I painted you this picture, I call it my favorite day I painted you this picture, I call it my favorite day Those are seagulls there, they're begging for lunch well, I can still hear those potato chips crunch As they catch them as we threw them up, up, up into the air When the chips were all gone, our new friends flew away They were flapping their wings and hoping that they Would find someone new with a tuna fish sandwich to share Got my blues, I got my red and my greens Well, I painted you this picture of this perfect scene I painted you this picture, I call it my favorite day I painted you this picture, I call it my favorite day With that smudge there where I dropped the brush I just got too excited And I started to rush I tried to wipe it clean But it just made a big brown blob I thought and I thought And I thought for a while But when it came to me I just couldn't help but smile I gave that smudge legs And now it's our family dog Got my blues, I got my red and my greens Well, I painted you this picture of this perfect scene I painted you this picture, I call it my favorite day I painted you this picture, I call it my favorite day Welcome back to the Children's Hour. You just heard Hullabaloo with Favorite Day. Before that, over the break, Jack Fetterman brought us the chicken dance and brand new Ants on a Log 
make it myself. Parachute Express had me and my dog, and Pottington Bear was behind the Billy Collins poem, which is from Poetry Speaks Who I Am. The cul-de-sac kids is Paul Rogers of Those Darn Accordions, and he had Cat Chat. You're listening to the Children's Hour. We're talking about our favorite things. Coming up, we're going to hear about Kodiak and Corbett's airplane ride. But first, this is Rafi. Riding in an airplane High above the ground Flying to a new place Underneath the sun Looking out my window At the beauty down below Shimmering in sunlight I see the rivers on the go Chocolate-colored farms With the food the farmer grows Waiting for rain clouds To come along and drop its load Yippee-i-yo Yippee-i-yay Flying in the sunset At the closing of the day And I'm riding in an airplane High above the ground Flying to a new place Underneath the sun The lights of the city Start to twinkle up ahead And pretty soon we'll touch down Just before it's time for bed Yippee-i-yo Yippee-i-yay Flying in the sunset At the closing of the day and I'm riding in an airplane High above the ground Flying to a new place Underneath the sun Hey, 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 I'm flying to a new place Underneath the sun, oh Underneath the sun Bravo, Cherokee head right to Young Eagle, and uh, two or three others out to the northwest and to the southwest. So this is a Velocity aircraft. It's a kit-built aircraft. It took me 19 and a half years to build it. Many kids love to fly, and recently Kodiak and Corbett from our kids' crew spent the day learning all about airplanes, and they got to ride along with pilot Mark Sturm. He's a volunteer with the Experimental Aircraft Association's Young Eagles program. So this airplane gets up at cruise, it'll go about, about 160, 65 miles an hour. 
They also spoke with other members of the EAA about the program, which gives children the opportunity to experience flying in an airplane and educates and inspires kids about the world of aviation. Well, what do you do when the Young Eagles Association? Well, Experimental Aircraft Association, I don't really have a job. I always volunteer for the Young Eagles program, where we fly young people ages 8 to 17 to give them an introduction to flight and hopefully inspire them to pursue that as a career. My name is Alex Carruthers. I'm a retired Air Force Special Operations instructor pilot at Kirtland Air Force Base with the 58th Special Operations Wing. Now I'm interviewing Manuela Thompson. What else does the Young Eagles program do? Young Eagles is a wonderful program. That's what actually starts the kids when they're young and get them interested in aviation, gets them up in the air, see what it's like to fly in an airplane. And then from there on, our chapter here in Albuquerque does a summer camp, a one-week summer camp for high school age. And so that teaches them everything about how to get ready for a flight, plan it, look at weather charts and maps and do a pre-flight on an airplane. And then at the end of the week of that summer camp, they actually get to take a flight that they've planned. Since the Young Eagles program is a part of the Experimental Airplane Association, I'd like to ask, what are experimental airplanes? Experimental airplanes are things that people can actually build themselves. They don't have to be built by a professional airplane company. So you can buy kits, you can put things together yourself. And so there's a lot of folks in the country that just like to build their own airplane from scratch and they can customize it and do all kinds of fun things. So this is a Lycoming IO360 200 horsepower motor you were listening to. How long did it take you to build this airplane? This airplane took me 19 and a half years to build, about 6,000 hours of building time. Could you explain how some of the different controls work? Well, sure. There's basically uh, three aerodynamic control surfaces on an airplane. The long line down the middle of the airplane is called the longitudinal axis. And we can roll about the longitudinal axis by rolling the aircraft with our ailerons. Those are on the back of each wing. We can pitch the airplane down or pitch the nose up by using our elevator. In this canard airplane, the elevator is out front. I can see it moving. And the other control surface is when we yaw the airplane. Basically, the nose comes left or right, and we do that with our feet and the rudder pedals. And those three things, elevator, aileron, rudder, we can make this airplane take any configuration possible. Could you explain how to take off the airplane? Okay, a takeoff. We taxi out, get it lined up with the center line of the runway. We apply full throttle. We check to see that the uh, engine's making good power and the airspeed is alive. As we accelerate, the airspeed gets going faster and faster. In this airplane, at about 65 miles an hour, the nose wheel comes off and we just 
let it accelerate, and then the whole airplane is up and flying at about 70 or 75 miles an hour. So how scary was your flight? Not at all. Yeah, I can agree with that. It was not scary at all. We are here with Oliver and Julian Lucero, who just got off their flight in the Young Eagles flight program. When you looked out of the airplane window, can you describe what you saw? I noticed that when you were high up, no matter how fast you were moving, it seemed to be going quite slow the higher you were. And when you got closer to the ground, you seemed to speed up, even though you were going at the same speed or even slower. And that's a cool trick of perspective. Do you want to be a pilot when you grow up? Yes. Maybe. Is this something you'd want to do again? Most certainly. Yeah. Kids who just got to fly in an airplane with the Experimental Aircraft Association Chapter 179's Young Eagles program. It's based here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That piece was recorded by our kids' crew members Corbett and Kodiak and produced by Eli Henley. We've got links and photos posted at childrenshour.org under this episode, Favorite Things. Modesky, Martin, and Wood here on the Children's Hour. You've been listening to our Favorite Things episode. Find links and so much more information at childrenshour.org. Look for Favorite Things. We're going to go out with one more from one of our favorite people in the world, Bob McGrath, who passed away in December 2022. 
We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour. Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Oh, hi there, little fella. Oh. Hey, listen, you know who you could be if I gave you this little hat and a bag to carry over your shoulder? I could be a laundry man. No, not a laundry man. How about Santa Claus? No, 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 not Santa Claus. What's wrong with Santa Claus? There's nothing wrong with Santa Claus. Don't you like Christmas? Oh, I love Christmas, but you could be the postman. A postman? Hmm. Oh, the postman always brings dumbbell through rain or snow or sleet or hail. I'll work and work the whole day through. Go get your letter safe to you Cause the postman is a person in your neighborhood In your neighborhood He's in your neighborhood A postman is a person in your neighborhood A person that you meet each day I'll see you around Hey, okay. watch it, where are you going to a fire? Hey, speaking of a fire a Fire, what fire? <laughs> no, there's no fire at all But you know who you could be if I gave you this little shiny red hat? Yeah, Santa Claus No, not no. Santa Claus No, no, Red Riding Hood No, 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 not Red Riding Hood You could be a fireman A fireman? Holy smoke <laughs> Oh, a fireman is brave, it said His engine is a shiny red if there's a fire anywhere about, well, I'll be sure to put it out. Cause a fireman is a person in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. He's in your neighborhood. And a postman is a person in your neighborhood. Well, they're the people that you meet when you're walking down the street. They're the people that you meet each day. Children's Hour is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit corporation. Our show was written by Katie Stone with help from all of us and the kids' crew. Find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org. We had production help from Eli Henley, Genevieve Corbett, and Kodiak. Thanks to the Santa Fe Opera, Animal Humane New Mexico, and the EAA 179 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Or at patreon.com slash the children's hour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music is written by CK Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by the Children's Hour Incorporated, PRX, and the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.